1: Down. So, to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30,
0: 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, to 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month.
1: So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.
0: Welcome to Top Stories, I'm Andy Zaltzman. Do you remember those hopeful days early on in Barack Obama's time in the White House? Before, you know, you know, the world felt like a good place, despite the fact that things were not going particularly well over there. But what have the facts ever had to do with anything? In February 2009, John Oliver and I were only too keen to jump on the optimism bandwagon. A bandwagon that invariably ends up in a ditch of despair.
1: Top story this week and Obama week one, Unleash the Uniter. We're now a week into living in Hopeland and I have to say Hopeland is a lot more depressing than I thought it was going to be. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still a lot less depressing than living in Despairland for the last eight years but I've seen a lot fewer of the unicorns and rainbows that I was in no way promised but had definitely come to expect. <laughs> There have been frightening amounts of job losses over the last seven days here, Andy. Nearly five million Americans are claiming unemployment, the biggest figure since records began. And the new administration is still very much in the early stages of planning their economic recovery strategy. And yet, people are still pretty happy with Obama. And Obama's basically done next to nothing yet and is still sitting on top of a nearly 70% approval rating, which just shows how bad the last eight years have been. America has essentially fallen in love with the concept of nothing. (laughs) Nothing! See, this isn't a high-maintenance country after all, Andy. They just want a husband who doesn't hit them. All they ask is that they don't automatically flinch every time their president opens his mouth. Obama is so hot, you can toast marshmallows off him. (laughs) In fact, a New York Times journalist was seen in the White House press room this week with a marshmallow on the end of a long stick, just poking it towards the podium. At the end of the press conference, he pronounced that what he'd heard was bipartisan, positive and delicious. (laughs) Yep, the Obama
0: effect is working worldwide, quite aside from the little things uh, like uh, people hugging their children more, smiling at passers-by giving religious fundamentalists a friendly pat on whatever hat they happen to be wearing, and not mooning their radios every time they hear the words white and house in the same sentence. Obama, John, he is already creating world peace. Uh, the Russians have announced they're going to halt plans uh, to deploy short-range missiles in, uh, near Kaliningrad, their Baltic enclave. You can pronounce it better than that, Andy. You just went straight through Kaliningrad <laughs> there. Kaliningrad. There you go. There you go, right. Much more fun. Years at Russian impersonating school. <laughs> It's like being a sushi chef, only more so and with bigger knives. Well, a Russian military official, uh, apparently, John, he said that a change in US attitude had prompted this uh, decision. And of course, when he said attitude, what he really meant was
1: president. <laughs> that's
0: and right. uh, Olga Kokotchka Kotchkova, the Kremlin spokesbabushka. Oh, no, that, that's,
1: that's not how her name sounds, <laughs> is it, Andy? Do it again. Kokotchko That's
0: it. There you go. She's the uh, Kremlin spokesbabushka. And she said in a special statement, sorry, did we say attitude? We meant president. They're very similar words in Russian. Listen, Yetitude, President. You see, it's easy to get them mixed up, particularly after your morning flag and a vodka, eh, hey, gentlemen? Hands off, Dmitry, or I'll rip your twanger off.
1: <laughs> the Russians said that they believe that Obama is going to reconsider plans for the strategic shield in Poland and the Czech Republic. But it. Again, he hasn't actually said he won't. And yet Russia are still willing to show faith and put their trust in him. Obama has won them over with nothing again. His bargaining chip is an empty hand, because people would generally rather be offered an empty hand than a handful of shit. And this, this nothing strategy is incredible. It even temporarily won over the Republicans this week during the stimulus plan debate. Republican Representative John Meeker came out of a meeting feeling positive, saying, well, he didn't say anything, but we got the message. <laughs> what?! He's even taking this nothing strategy to language now. He can simply sit silently, motionless, and make people feel better. He's like a jazz president. It's the notes you aren't playing rather than the ones you are. It's what he isn't doing, Andy, rather than what he is. Well, I guess, as you is
0: we're seeing the benefits of the Bush era, and I think we owe the man a great vote of thanks. That's right. Because really the world is just returning back towards how things were eight years ago. But it feels like the Renaissance, the sexual revolution and VE Day rolled into one, if I may exaggerate wildly and unnecessarily. And when it comes to the uh, missile defence shield in Europe, uh, John, from an American perspective, it does seem to me a bit like having an airbag in a car. You're just tempted, since you've got it, to use it. (laughs) Absolutely. So I think, you know, by having it there, they'd be tempted to do more kind of proddy, aggressive foreign policy, just to see if it worked. Just like wearing a helmet in cricket. But, you know, players, before helmets invented, they used to be much better avoiding bouncers. Now you're just tempted to see how loud it sounds when you get clunked on the noggin. It's the same with US foreign policy. Take my word for it.
1: Although, and in a major gesture and a huge departure from standard US foreign policy, Obama gave his first major cable news interview uh, to a Middle Eastern news channel, uh, Al Arabia. And he, he struck a very balanced tone, arguing that America needed to listen to the Arab world rather than dictate, even explicitly stating at one point, I have Muslim members of my family. I have lived in Muslim countries. So so the rumours were right all along. That's right. It is hard to fathom that we live in a world where we have a President of the United States who can say that and not be joking. (laughs) It's incredible. And a good incredible. Obama said that he will soon deliver a major speech to the Muslim world in a Muslim capital which is intriguingly vague. It's not like one of those secret gigs that record companies make bands do now to build up hype. Perhaps it's going to be like Willy Wonka's Golden Tickets. Muslims are going to need to buy certain chocolate bars to get invited to this historic speech. There are still certain groups here in America who will be terrified to hear that Obama is going to do this. I think there is genuinely a part of them which will expect him to start his speech by firing a machine gun into the air and screaming death to the West (laughs) as they sit at home going, I knew it!
0: Are the Muslim fundamentalists, John, are the Bin Laden's of this world, are they going to give Ground. ground as well? Fundamentaloids. Fundamentaloids. Are they, going to, are they going to downgrade death to the West to, you know, injury to the West? I think that's it, yeah. Like illness to the West. Yeah, back pain, maybe. <laughs> that can be bad, though. Well, exactly, yeah. Yeah, you're not dying, but it can affect your quality of life. Obama also has announced that he would like a new push to uh, getting rid of Robert Mugabe in Zimbabwe uh, in the week that Zimbabwe basically abandoned their currency. Like a motorist with a car that has been chugging along a motorway and just conking out every couple of hundred metres. They finally just said, F*** it, and are now walking across a field. (laughs) He said that uh, he wants to lead a a US diplomatic push uh, to get uh, tough UN sanctions against uh, the Mugabe regime. You've got to feel a bit sorry for Mugabe, John. He's really struggling to keep his head above water and his opponent's heads underwater, as it is, without having President Superman wading him telling him how to run his country a bit less (laughs) abominably. And also, I'm not sure how this is going to work, because presumably by now, Mugabe in Zimbabwe is immune to sanctions. When he could just sit there and say, well, what are you going to do? Cut off our food, not let us have clean drinking water, ruin our economy, good luck with that big
1: dog, (laughs) good luck. The only thing you've got is to tease me about my moustache. Obama, the uniter, Andy, is also currently attempting to get significant bipartisan support for the eight now currently $819 billion and climbing stimulus package, even meeting alone with Republicans to collect some ideas. And whilst the, the Democrats comfortably have enough votes to pass this bill, Obama seems to want to collect large amounts of votes from across the aisle in response... The House Republicans and Democrats have been sniping at each other all week. And Obama is starting to look like a dad driving a minivan, trying to keep the squabbling kids in the back quiet. Shut up! Don't make me come back there! Why can't the two of you just try to get along? I will pull this thing over! I will do it! He even invited both Democrats and Republicans to an evening drinks party at the White House to discuss it further. Now that is a great idea, Andy. If in doubt, just get people hammered. And that is yet more Lincolnian presidential behaviour. That's exactly the kind of tactics that Lincoln employed to end slavery. He got people absolutely wasted before issuing the Emancipation Proclamation. People didn't really know what had happened until they woke up the next morning bleary-eyed and suddenly remembered.
0: There you go. That was Bugle issue 62. Now to help make sure there's another 62,000 episodes of The Bugle, do join our voluntary subscription scheme to help keep The Bugle and its offshoot shows within The Bugle stable free, flourishing and independence. Go
1: to the thebuglepodcast.com and click the donate button. Small details or big surfaces? Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a
0: new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way.